No more rocket balls, please. You know what time the game starts? A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town! Welcome. Talking title town, just a couple of casual Packer fans who act know what we're talking about. We have the GM. We can recaps, debates, predictions, and more. We're Dan and Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud, we maybe should be the GM because, <laughs> well, damn. Trade deadline just ended about three hours ago, and here the Packers are without a big wide receiver. What are your thoughts? Uh, just like every other year, normal. It's the normal. Didn't yeah. uh, They didn't shock us. We got what we got. I know... This has been a big pet peeve of yours, so I'm excited to, watch, to hear what you got to say. And you will hear what I have to say in a little bit. Um, but first of all, obviously, like we do every week, we'll start with the top five, bottom five offensive, defensive players from the game against the Bills. A game where, honestly, I I felt like we weren't terrible. Um, you know, it, it could have been – definitely could have been a lot worse. I think two interceptions second half definitely helped us, but uh, – Top five offense, Aaron Rodgers, 89.2, David Bakhtiari, 88.8, Aaron Jones, 85.1, Zach Tom, 73.2, and Romeo Dobbs, 72.7. Um, top five defense was Jair Alexander, um, TJ Slayton, Quay Walker, Jerron Reed, and Devontae Wyatt ended that, um, along with our bottom five offense, John Runyon Jr., Josiah DeGuara, seems to be living up there, Josh Myers, Yash Nyman, and Mercedes Lewis. And our bottom five defense, Devondre Campbell, with I think the lowest score I've seen all year, a 29.8. Um, Razul Douglas, 30. Kenny Clark, 37.9. Adrian Amos, 40.4. And Preston Smith, 43. Our supposedly five best players on defense besides Jair were our bottom five defensive ranked players. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Savage isn't on there. He missed probably 27 tackles, what seemed like, during that game. He's bad, dude. Yeah. He, yeah, he might be. He might be. He might um, be. I just want to shout out Zach Tom, back-to-back weeks, and so the top five offensive uh, rankings. He seems like he's kind of settling in and looking good. I just need to get our own line healthy. You know, we had Bach back, but we missed Elton. It's like almost every week we get a new offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was your initial impression? I kind of said my two pieces about the Bills game. I was not shocked, but um, felt like it was better than it could have been. What about you? Oh, I I loved how we played. I mean, Jair was talking shit to Diggs in the tunnel before the game. Almost after every tackle, it was, you know, both teams were looking at the other, other team's sideline talking smack. Uh, I thought we played and looked so much better. I had more confidence watching this game that we might sneak out a win than I did against Washington and New York. We looked like we actually wanted to be there. Uh, the offensive game plan, plan was great. I mean, Aaron Jones got 20 carries. Hallelujah. He looked great. We ran the ball. So many yards running the ball. would op- opened up stuff down the field. We kind of turned a new leaf, it seemed like. You know, the Tunyon touchdown getting called back really screwed us. A lot of stuff to work on, obviously, but it was. they showed me signs of life, which was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, fair enough. I, I would disagree with a, a few parts. I don't think we ever really felt like we were in the game. Um, you know, it, it kind of felt like we were 
we were on the ball really well because the bills are at a lead and they're like, okay, you can take four or five yards all day long. If you want, um, we're not going to give up the big play March, March, March. If you want, we know you're not going to score when you get in the red zone felt like that a little bit. I think some penalties killed us. Um, the big one being, um, Walker's ejection. I mean, that was just awful. Um, that was stupid. It was just stupid. Can't be doing that. No. Um, and obviously, we, we came out pretty dinged up, too. Do you know any word about Devondre Campbell and what his diagnosis is on that knee? Campbell's isn't anything serious, so I'm not expecting any significant time missed. LaFleur is becoming the most secretive coach on the planet, so nothing concrete, but he might miss a game. But other than that, nothing long-term. Okay. Well, before we get into – uh, next week going in the Lions. Um, today's a big day. Obviously, the trade deadline ended at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central time. The Packers made no moves whatsoever besides probably bringing Juwan Renfrey up from the practice squad. <laughs> what a move that is <laughs> on today. Glad we're doing that. Um, so I want to start with a little bit of something we're going to call Let's Rant. Um, the floor is yours. I want to hear anything Packers right now that you feel at this time in the season um, is pissing you off something you're proud about, something you wish we could do better in, something you want us to continue doing, the floor is yours. Do a little rant for me. Sure thing. I'm going to um, I'm gonna let you be the guy that uh, gets his anger out over the trade deadline. You've been in my ear. We've been talking about this for probably as long as we've known each other about the Packers. So that's your section. I'll let you take that. And I'm going to sound like a broken record. But, wow, did we look good running the football. 20 carries for Aaron Jones, 10 for A.J. Dillon, ran the ball 31 times total. I think the first time first time this season we've ever run the ball more than we've passed. Rodgers threw the ball 30 times, so it was one more play. But we were down, and we still ran the ball, and it somewhat kept us in the ball game. Past weeks, we've tried to pass the ball. It's three and out. It's, you know, get a first down, and then we punt, and the game seems like it's over. There's no hope of us coming back. Really proud of LaFleur for sticking to the run, committing to the run, getting the hand, the ball in the hands of our best offensive players, Jones and Dylan. And look what happened. You covered the spread, which I know pros <laughs> don't care about, but you cover the spread. Good teams, good teams win, great teams cover. Covered the spread. You didn't get embarrassed on national television. You came away with a respectable loss, like kind of what we were saying. We didn't get embarrassed. We showed some fight. We stayed in it. And that's kind of what we were, we were hoping for. I knew I, th- I thought we were going to win the game, but that's just me being the optimist forever. But it works. You don't, you don't get blown out running the ball. We run the ball well. So you're not going to get blown out. You're going to keep yourselves in games because on the reverse end of it, because we've been getting screwed in the time of possession – you tend to win the time of possession in the games you run the ball and the run the ball well. So you're forcing the other team, who the Bills, really good offensive team, to use their time wisely, and obviously they did. But it keeps you in games. And yeah, we don't have the best offense. We don't have the best team this year. So why not give yourself the best chance of winning strategy-wise and with the best, best players holding the ball, and making plays for you. 143 yards on 20 carries, seven yards average. 
Every time Aaron Jones has gotten the ball 15 plus times this year, he's gone over 100 yards. Giving this man eight carries, nine carries, and I think 10 carries in three of the four games we lost, absolutely criminal. Makes absolutely no sense. Proved it this week, running the ball so well against a really, really good defensive front in Buffalo. We can do it. LaFleur showed he can commit to it now. Let's see going forward. I'm kind of excited that we're finally starting to do this. And it's going to open things up down the field. You had Dobbs in the touchdown. You had Samari Toure. Shout out. Hello, world. Good play on the touchdown. Things start to open up. It changes the defense. They have to respect you differently. Now let's carry this forward and get some momentum, win against the Lions, and let's go with who we got. I cede my time. I think that was great, and I agree with everything you're saying. It, the 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 point that you made, you hit the nail on the head, is that it's it can keep us in games, or otherwise we wouldn't be able to. Um, the flip side of that is, <laughs> it can't win you games, right? It can keep you in the game, but you need to be able to push the ball downfield to win the game. And I think that's where we're lacking right now, and I think that's what Aaron Rodgers said about the Bills game is that some point you have to start pushing the ball downfield in this league to get a W because um, on on Sunday night football, it kind of looked like we were a, a big 10 team playing an sec team. We were on the ball, <laughs> so we couldn't get embarrassed. Right. That's essentially what we were doing, but I agree with everything you're saying. Are you ready for what I have here? <laughs> Let's hear it. I got 941 words written down on this word document. A lot of them aren't sentences anyways, even. Um, so nearly a thousand words, three pages here. One, two, <laughs> three. Is, yeah, let's this go. This has been a long time coming for you. So yeah, long time let it coming. Out. Yeah, well, it's it's about time I'll let it out because let's begin. Where I want to start though, first of all, is looking at Brian Gutekunst and how he should be fired next summer. And I'll tell you why. He has drafted 37 total players in four drafts um, in his time being the GM of the Green Bay Packers. And I want to run through a list here of some big names that you'll see in his last drafts. And a lot of them, not big names. Uh, first to fifth round is just the people I'm going to focus on. Sixth and seventh, you know, they're kind of out there. Uh, from 2018 until now, the players that he has hit on, as far as I can see, are four players of the 37. Jair Alexander, Rashawn Gary, Elton Jenkins, and A.J. Dillon. Players that have gone flat saying, you know, nothing special. They're a starter. They're not a contributor. MVS, who's obviously no longer a Packer, he was drafted in the fifth round. Darnell Savage, he's close to being a bust by now. Eric Stotes, flat. He's showed flashes, nothing great, nothing bad. Josh Myers, meh, right? Would you agree with me there? Player's gone flat. Now yeah, I'm going to go so into- Injured last year struggling so far this year but yeah nothing nothing to write home about right you wouldn't call him a bust yet per se but the bust that i have in 2018 josh jackson oren burks jamon moore cole madison i mean cole madison who the hell is that (laughs) bust in 2019 jay sternberger kingsley kiki Bust in 2020, Josiah DeGuara, who has been in the bottom five of the PFF ranking every single week this year. Kamal Martin, John Runyon, Jake Hansen, 
Oh, and by the way, Jordan Love, who has started one career game in the NFL, really proud of all the contributions making to the team. Okay, so that's just the draft uh, that you know Brian Gutekunst has made in the last couple of years. This year, it's a little too close to tell, but Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, two things I will say about them is they were proven to have character problems in college, and here they are. One just got ejected for a coach helping him up in a game, and Devontae Wyatt can't seem to get on the field. Christian Watson, he's an experiment. Romeo Dobbs, he's shown flashes. He can be good, but that's you know not right now. So Aaron Rodgers has this year and maybe next year left. And so I want to break down the disrespect I have for Brian Gutekunst like this. If you're, if you're not going to go and get playmakers that can help your team via trade or free agency, that's fine. But as I alluded to with all those draft picks, you better damn well draft and develop good enough to where your guys are contributing in their second, third, and fourth years in the NFL. There's only two ways to run a team in this league. There's a farm system and a splash system or the win now, in other words. You see it every year. You know, teams like the Rams, the Buccaneers, the 49ers to an extent, the Vikings to an extent, Eagles, you know, they're in that mix. They have two poor seasons where they accumulate low draft picks that develop much quicker than our typical later draft picks. And they trade their third and fourth rounds, you know, for a big name free agency. Uh, They splash money in a trade deal. And the end product is a team that's a legit contender for the Super Bowl every three to four years. And you're shitty in between, right? That's system number one. System number two is the farm system. Teams like the Saints, you know, when they were under the Sean Payton, Drew Brees era, uh, the Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers, to an extent, the Titans, Cowboys, teams generally speaking that are in their second tier markets, right? They're not in New York. They're not in LA. They're not in Boston, you know, what have you. These teams build in the draft. They avoid spending that big money in free agency so that they can retain their talent with their money. I've made the joke before. I think I've said a few weeks ago, like free agents, they're, they're like popcorn at the movie theater, right? It's really good stuff, but are they worth the $15 that you pay for it? Right? So that's the farm system. However, the Green Bay Packers, in order for us to, to have a farm system that works, you need to draft better and smarter than the other, other organizations. And it's been abundantly clear from Jordan Love to Josh Jackson to Oren Burks to Marquez drops the ball scantling that our current way of drafting just ain't working. So the best way I think I can sum this up is to think about it this way. Do you know how, um, you know, like when a typical college coach comes in, you know, whether it's coaching college basketball, college football, what does the media and the fan base typically do? They give them four years, right? You have four years to show success. You know, that's when you have your recruits, your staff, your system, your process, everything in place. It takes typically four years. Well, the first three years, mind you, with Ted Thompson's players, went 13 and three, 13 and three, 13 and four. Here's your, here's your man, Goody, right? You're number four, three and five in the first seven games, the worst start in Aaron Rodgers' era. The most competent players we have on offense this year were all drafted more than five years ago by Ted Thompson. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon. That's it. A.J. Dillon, fine, he's a good player. He's a flat guy right now. He's a, he's a middle tier in our offense, along with Elton Jenkins. So bottom line, our team has regressed, regressed every single year since the NFC Championship lost the Buccaneers. Goody's done nothing to change that. We went from NFC Championship at home to a loss at the you know at home against the 49ers in the divisional round 
and we may not make the playoffs this year. I see it getting really ugly soon. I feel like all he really needed to do was keep Devontae Adams. But now we're in a position where I don't think Aaron Rodgers stays next year. We'll never see the rookie wide receivers that Goody finally went and drafted play with who he was. they were drafted to play with. And our defense will continue to be mediocre in the NFL. I am optimistic that things can turn around, but it's in no reason due to the good job that Brian Gutekunst has done for this organization. I have sheer confidence, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, and that's it. Maybe we can find a way to win nine games that may or may not get us in and might get us close. And if it happens, it will be to do, it'll be due to Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers bailing out our front office again. I think no one's job in that front office is safe right now. They failed the coaching staff and they failed the players who are trying to win a Super Bowl. That is my rant. Comments? Questions? Concerns? <laughs> you bring up a lot of good points. The draft, um, yeah, Ted Thompson, the, the draft was Ted Thompson's baby, and it really worked out well for him. We have seemed to miss a lot more often than before, so that is on that is on him. However, in terms of going out and getting a guy, playing devil's, devil's advocate here, I, um, I, we did offer the same thing the Bears did for Claypool. Obviously, the Bears threw in their draft pick, so they suck. So they'll, they'll give the Steelers a better draft pick. So we were out there. We're not going to give up. I'm surprised. We, I'm surprised we did offer a second for Claypool. That seemed, you know, it doesn't seem like the Packers' way. I know that you want to change the Packers' way. Well, and I should be, I should be delicate here. I, I'm not necessarily seeing to change the Packers' way. I'm fully happy with a 13 and three team you know, that may or may not win at all. Like, I'm fine with us winning 10 to 12 games and doing that a year-in, year-out basis. I'm fine with the farm system. But, damn it, if, that was, if that's what your system is and you're not going to go out and make moves, you need to prove to me that you can put together a roster that can win. And what I'm saying is, Goody, by not making a move at this trade deadline, showed his hand, right? Like he was saying, that's not us. And I'm saying that's fine, but you need to prove to me that you can do it another way. And by the way the season's going, is he's already proved that he can't. So it's it's almost like both ways. I anything that he could have done today, he would have done it wrong. Which isn't <laughs> is it's it's it sucks, but like it, I just have so little confidence in him. Yeah, so I think. I think if we do miss the playoffs, obviously we'll get a good draft pick, and it'll be interesting to see what we do with all this draft capital too. I forget, um, I forget exactly what we got back for Devontae, but we'll get a good first round pick because we missed the playoffs better than usual. So I think it'll be interesting to see what we do draft wise this coming year, especially if Rogers does retire. Which, if we miss the playoffs, I'm not sure that he'll want to come back with an even even younger team uh, the next year. So. It'll probably then be Jordan Love's squad with the young guys. It'll be like there's so much, so much at play that could happen after this year, the rest of this year, and after the season. That I, I mean, he he did try at least for one receiver. He did try, and I mean, we're not going to give up more than a second for Claypool. He was drafted in the second round. No, I think rarely right. players 
you know, net return their team's net return the same round draft pick that the player they're shipping them off to, you know, they get. But the Bears went out and got it. Packers didn't. I know Brandon Cooks was really pissed he didn't get dealt. I wonder what the Texans were asking. I'm not sure we'll ever know. Yeah. Same with, I mean, Denver. I know Judy didn't get shipped, but there was rumors that he was. So but Elijah Moore requested a trade, and he never got moved. I think the Je- I think the Jets came out and said they're not moving him. So I think yeah. he is in stuck in purgatory for a little bit. I get yeah. I get your frustration, and like kind of like what we said is you know if we don't make a move, we'll never know if one receiver could have sparked us and got us over the edge. We'll never know that. And if we did, we would find out whether it would help or not. So now we got to live with. We just don't know what would happen, and we got our squad, and we're going to roll on. And now the rest of the season, especially from you, I know I'm going to get this text every Sunday, is, wow, a receiver could have helped if we still are really, really stale on offense. Well, I think two two or three receivers could help, though. You know, like it, it's – to be fair to Brian Gutekunst, one trade wouldn't have solved this team, right? Like if, if – if someone walked up to the Green Bay Packers and was like, hey, if you make this trade, you're going to win the Super Bowl this year, they would have made the trade. Yeah. But that was, there, there was not a trade like that available. So that's to be fair to Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, that means you have a lot more problems than just wide receiver. And that's a product of him and his drafts and his process and what he's done to date as the GM of the Green Bay Packers. And by no means has he done anything, I think, worth no, worth no the worth noteworthy um, <laughs> to stay as the GM. I, I just, I just, I don't see him being the guy going forward. Yeah. I like how you framed it, whether, you know, pick a way to do it and do one well, and you can stay his drafts certainly have raised some eyebrows, question marks. So he's got a, I agree. Something, something's got a, you got to go one way or the other. You got to pick. And he's right. obviously, He's obviously not signing people, so we got to improve improve the draft picks one way or another. Yeah, and, and then he he goes and gets Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, and it's like, okay, now you're being this guy, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been a very bipolar way to put together a roster, and it's not sustainable. And we're seeing that this season. I I still am optimistic, like I said, like at the end of my rant, that we can. I think we can win nine games. I don't think that's going to be enough. Um, and But I, at that point, I think that would be a success given the way we started the season. I'm still a Packer fan. We're still optimistic. We're still going to win the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. I mean, of course, we're still, we're still going to win the Super yep. Bowl. It's weird. Yeah, let's not be we let's get not in ourselves. Going. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just frustrating to see the lack of talent out there versus the other teams that we're playing. We're just like, flipping on red zone on Sunday and watching Tyree kill run around. And I get it. There's only one Tyree kill, but damn it, man, there's a lot of speed in the NFL and it just doesn't look like we have any of that. Any. No, our, our speed guy just got concussed again. He just can't stay on the field. I feel bad. He looks good when he's out there. He just unlucky so far. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's just, let's look forward to Detroit. What uh? What are your predictions for the game? We better not lose. <laughs> no, no. I, this is about as must win. This is almost every one of these games remaining is basically 
a playoff game. So correct. Got to beat the Lions. Got to take care of business. They're not a good defense. They just fired their defensive backs coach, I think. Um, So I feel like this might be a game. (laughs) Hate to sound like a broken record. A get right game. Um, Keep running the ball. Um, kind of look look for some passing game options to open up. Like I said, they're a really, really bad defense. So hopefully we can kind of move them, move the ball up and down the field and show show what we got a little bit defensively. Man, yeah. do we have to learn how to stop the run and, and tackle? Because holy cow, it does not look good defensively in that regard. Yeah, I think we win. I think we win the game. I don't think it's. I don't think it's extremely close. Um, but yeah, this is like I said. These next next games are basically all playoff games for us. Well, every game that the Lions have played has been a shootout. So, mm-hmm. you look at it from that perspective and be like, okay, that could be a good thing for our offense to gain some confidence going into Dallas the week after is that, okay, we finally got some points on the board. You'd hope, but in order for that confidence to happen to get there, you have to perform on Sunday. We have to score 35 points for Sunday to be a success. In my mind, Detroit's had more than 40 scored on them multiple times this year. Yeah. I, unless, you know, Barry performs a miracle and comes up with a good defensive game plan. You know, the Patriots shut them out, and the Cowboys only let them score six points. So there's two games in which you can take some plays from, take some take some ideas from. Let's see if he does that. He loves letting teams run the ball up and down the field whenever they want, and we missed a whole bunch of tackles. So hopefully he can get that right. Hopefully we can beat him by more than 10 and have a comfortable, nice, easy win, get us some confidence because Lord knows we need that. It's on the and road welcome too. the cowgirls into Lamble. Yeah. All right. So what's your score prediction? I think we win this ball game. Ooh, I don't know if we get I don't know if we get to 30. It's a divisional game. I think it's gonna be 28-20. Pack. Yeah, of course. Of course. Every week. <laughs> going 31-24. Okay. Pack. And I am not crazy confident about it. Detroit's, I don't know, man. They play hard. They play way harder than the Packers do. Um, we play chippy, it feels like, and we play soft which is a reflection on the head coach you know i think matt needs to get his guys a lot more disciplined um for sunday and if they you know if they do great three and a half points right now we're favored i think we I think we just cover that yeah that's a good point you bring up about uh, lafleur i think he's getting exposed a little bit here i think he needs to prove Prove himself in figuring out an offensive game plan. He's an offensive guru. So, uh, you know, his buddies from the Shanahan tree have done more with less. You look at Salah out in, out in New York, and so he needs to, to kind of, I'm not going to say prove himself, 
but kind of show some of his creativity and why he was brought in without having Rodgers and Devontae. I think that was kind of a little mini security blanket for him. So the rest of this year, show us, you know, your offensive mind and and get this, get the penalties and the just the dumb, dumb mistakes cleaned up. And the and pushing think, and shoving. Like we did we just didn't look like a team that was under control and had their emotions handled. No, I think I think Diggs really I think a lot of the Packers defense really hates Diggs and Diggs vice versa. I mean, going back to Minnesota days. So I think that was just added fuel on the fire. And I think, you know what? I as dumb as it may have looked on TV, at least we showed something. I mean, just remembering back to what we looked like against the Jets, it was like, you know, thank God that we're at least showing some fire and some passion, albeit may have looked dumb after plays and stuff like that. But something to something to get us going, something to get us fired up. We gotta turn the ship around and I'll take whatever we got at this point. Yeah. Any player predictions? Yeah, I'm going to do something similar again. I think especially after LaFleur stuck to the run, I'm going to go Aaron Jones, 15 plus touches and 110 plus yards total. Okay. I'm going Bobby Tunyon plus 90 yards on Sunday and three three plus TD passes for Aaron Rodgers. All right. Defensively, Sean Gary, two sacks. Need to get hot again. Yeah. He was he was non-existent against the Bills. I have uh Jair getting another interception this week. I think he's I think he's liking the fact that Barry, albeit a little bit, is letting him play a little bit more aggressive up on receivers. Mm-hmm. I think that's playing right into his skill set. So I like him. I like him to get another pick this week. I like it. Let's get some. Let's get a W. Let's just get a W. Let's feel good on a Monday, and just yeah, have some confidence that Dallas is going to come in and we're at least going to make it a game. Get back. Yeah. To well. 500. Yeah. 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 Let's. Yeah. We're going to beat the Cowgirls and get back to five hundred. I love it. And we'd get back to five hundred before our bye week, and then we'd have a bye before Philly. Huge. That'd be huge. That's the goal, huge. right? Get healthy. Now. Get healthy, get five and five oh, before man. Philly after our bye, right? We got them right where we want them. We got them right where we want them. <laughs> All right, dude, anything Look else you out. got? No, let's get a win. Let's get a win. Yes, sir. Go Pack Go, man. We'll see you next week.